Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Matched. Did you know that pap smears are no longer recommended annually? Well, if not, no worries, you're not the only one. On a daily basis, I see patients who come in for a pap smear surprised to find that they're actually not due for one. And newer guidelines have extended pap screenings even further, so I thought it would be a good time to touch on the subject today. This podcast is brought to you by Betterment.com. Betterment offers users an easy way to invest. No prior investing experience is required. Users choose how to allocate their money between two preset baskets, a stock basket and a bond basket. Signing up takes less than five minutes and money can be added or withdrawn at any time without a fee. Users who sign up at betterment.com slash house call will receive a $25 account bonus as long as their initial deposit is $250 or more. That's betterment.com slash house call. So how often should you get a pap smear? Well, first of all, did you ever wonder how medical recommendations made by your doctor actually came to be? Doctors are encouraged to practice using medical guidelines, and these guidelines are based on research that is done by various expert groups. The United States Preventative Services Task Force, or what we doctors call the USPSTF, is one such group that provides these expert opinions on various preventative issues in health, such as pap smears. If you ask your doctor about USPSTF guidelines, they'll be very impressed, so you can jot that down for your next clinic visit. A pap smear is a specific test for cervical cancer in women. If you aren't sure what a pap smear is or you want to learn more about this test, make sure to check out my previous episode on this topic called Pap Exam 101. It used to be that women were told to have a pap smear every year. That is no longer the case. Nowadays, doctors recommend a pap screening every three years for most women. In 2009, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, or the ACOG, we call it, another expert group, recommended screenings every two years for women between ages 21 and 29, and then every three years for women 30 and older, with a few exceptions. If you have a history of CIN2 or 3 on your last pap, or if you have HIV, or if you had in utero exposure to something called DES, or if you're immune compromised, and these are details you probably don't need to know, and your doctor should know those things. Now, even newer guidelines from USPSTF say that women between age 30 and 65 can get their paps done every five years rather than three but only if they were tested for the human papillomavirus, or HPV, at their last pap. This is just an extra swab that your doctor can use along with your pap smear. Here are the other details of the new guidelines. Every three-year screening is still recommended for those age 21 to 29, and any woman over age 29 who didn't have an HPV test with their last pap. No PAPs are needed if, number one, you have no cervix due to a hysterectomy and no history of cancer of the cervix. Number two, you are over age 65 with three normal PAPs in a row or two normal PAP combo tests within the previous 10 years, as long as the last test was within five years. And number three, you are younger than age 21. Also, there's no HPV testing recommended for women younger than 30 due to a high prevalence of HPV in this age group that subsequently clears on its own without treatment. 
other groups, such as the American Cancer Society, the American Society for Colposcopy and Cervical Pathology, and the American Society for Clinical Pathology, have also agreed on an increase in the intervals between screenings. So why not get a pap smear every year, you may ask? Some patients actually get really nervous when I give them the new recommendations because they're so used to the annual screenings. But as long as you follow your doctor's recommendations and get your pap smear when it's recommended by your doctor, chances of cervical cancer are very low for the following reasons. Cervical cancer is caused by an STD called human papillomavirus. Women in long-term monogamous relationships with a normal pap smear every year are considered low risk for developing cervical cancer. Also, cervical cancer is a slow-growing cancer that takes years to typically develop. And more frequent pap exams have been shown to be harmful due to unnecessary testing and procedures that can pose problems later on in life, especially in women of childbearing age who become pregnant later on. Not getting a pap smear doesn't mean, though, that you shouldn't have a yearly female checkup, however, and STD testing is separate. A pap smear really is not necessary in order to test you for STDs. So in summary, most women between 21 and 29 should get a pap smear every three years. And most women between ages 30 and 65 should get a pap smear plus an HPV test preferably every five years or a pap smear alone every three years as an alternative. Ask your doctor if your pap includes a test for HPV. So what are your thoughts on this issue? Share it with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a healthy week. Betterment LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered by Betterment Securities, an SEC-registered broker-dealer and member of the FINRA slash SIPC. Investments are not FDIC-insured, no bank guarantee, may lose value. Investing in securities involves risks, and there's always a potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Before investing, consider your investment objectives and Betterment's charges and expenses. Not an offer, solicitation of an offer, or advice to buy or sell securities in jurisdictions where Betterment and Betterment Securities are not registered.